now, coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States, The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Fellow Star Wars fans, get over it. Just get over it. Lucas is going to edit his movies of Star Wars continuously. He's going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Go to eBay, buy an original cut, watch it, be happy. This is the Dogcast. Hey, you freaks. Welcome. I am Roth. And we're going to get going here. You know, go buy a VCR if you need to. Just get an original edit of Star Wars, all three of the original Star Wars, and watch them. Be happy. Quit complaining. Who cares about what Lucas does? <clears throat> just just leave it alone. Quit, quit complaining. And who cares if Han shot first or Greedo shot first? Who cares? Watch the original edits. Be happy. Good Lord. <clears throat> I just had a had a whole bunch to eat, so my stomach is full, big full belly right now. It was some homemade chicken. Uh, it was like a KFC-style dinner, except it was all homemade stuff. Uh, fried chicken, coleslaw, mashed potatoes. Uh, wow. Some some sort, but then there was other stuff too with it. Some sort of vegetables, like mixed veggies. It was what. Broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots. Then I had a salad, and then I had to have some fruit to go with it, so I had some peaches, uh, bread and butter, some diet Dr. Pepper, which tastes just as good as regular Dr. Pepper, uh, in my humble opinion. And so, wow, I'm leaning over here a little bit. Probably should sit up or something. Man, I am stuffed. It was good, though. It was really good. Whew. All right, well, let's get right to it. Um, Some of you might not know, but there's a new game coming out from Nasylum Games, new NES game. And uh, the guy who's been programming it, his name's John. He goes by Big JT on various forums uh, relating to retro gaming, and I, I'm not exactly sure what the exact premise of the game is, but I've played a demo of it, and it's it's pretty interesting. It's based off of some prior game from you know it's it. I've played something similar to it. It's like you you go in a spaceship and you pick up passengers and then you put them back or something. I'm not quite sure the exactly what the mechanics are but it looks really good uh, I think there's over 20 levels that are going to be in it plus uh, boss fights and whatnot. Mm, pardon me oh that 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 worked that felt a lot better uh, but uh yeah so that's coming out and I, I believe there are pre-orders going on right now for it uh, the actual date that they're coming out is March 17th I remember seeing a video and there's like some Stalin statues and 
I was like, oh man, you gotta, you know, I, I said something to him, you have to make it to where you can destroy these Stalin statues. I mean, this guy was such a bastard in history, you know. And uh, he replied back something like, oh, you just wait. And so I don't know what that means, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to find out. So yes, it's coming out March 17th. Uh, you can pre-order it. Uh, I... I'm I'm being a really bad host right now. I'm not sure if the pre-order is at retrousb.com or at nintendoage.com. But uh it's somewhere somewhere in there. Uh so one of those two sites. Uh just check check around there. You'll find something. Uh maybe I'll I'll find a link and I'll put it in the post with this podcast. All right, well, uh, I wanted to give a little shout-out there, so let's go ahead and move on to the dev news on my end, which, day by day, is getting more and more hectic in terms of having to pay attention to the children. Liam has now, you know, he's two, turned two on Christmas. He has now figured out how to climb the gate that we have blocking the upstairs, you know, so he wouldn't get on the stairs and, you know, come tumbling down. Uh, but he figured out how to get up them, yeah, or over over it. Gets over the gate, just flips over it, and goes right upstairs. So I, I think I'm gonna have to attach some bells to the gate, so anytime he gets on it, I can hear it. So that, that he does it about three times a day now. So it gets tedious having to run over and get him down and pain in the narb but uh, besides that here's what went on with deving today I got all the maps uh, not all the maps I got the map for the first level of this small game to load and uh, at first I, I accidentally had a couple of tiles in the wrong spot you know I didn't bother changing it because, you know, it was just getting it to load. But I went ahead and changed it right before this podcast, so it's fixed up. The first map looks really good. Uh, I have the status bar up top, and it's sitting there waiting for me to try and implement this sprite zero hit deal so that I can scroll each level on. Each map will scroll on, and the status bar will stay put. Um... So I'm, I'm gonna, I might try that tonight. I don't know. I might wait until tomorrow morning. But when I was working on the status bar portion, you know, there's words in the status bar, and they're supposed to be a color white. And you know, I went into, I used tile layer, yeah, tile layer pro for man. Try saying that five times fast. Tile layer pro, tile layer pro, tile layer pro, tile layer pro. Tile layer pro t- Ah, that's hard. Tile layer pro, tile layer pro, tile layer pro, tile layer pro. I can't do it. You try it. I dare you. Anyway, I used Tile Layer Pro, and I I went in and I edited the font to represent the correct palette color. And I built the game, and it kept showing the font as a color that it wasn't supposed to be and I didn't understand what was going on I was sitting here thinking my lord what is going on I can't figure it out and I was sitting here I was going through code seeing if there was like if I was writing to the tribute tables wrong at some point 
and it was probably a good 30 45 minutes something like that and finally I I just looked at tile layer pro and it clicked in my mind I forgot to save the file where I re-edited the font to have the correct color so I wasted all that time on a simple mistake and that happens a lot just little dumb stuff like that and it's it's so frustrating when you look back on it you're like oh that was silly but at the same time it's like wow look at all that time I lost Ugh, but yeah so tomorrow I'll be uh, trying this sprite zero hit and scrolling the map on the screen and that's really all I have to update on my end for dev stuff um, let me go ahead and give a shout out once again to our sponsor, NintendoH.com. If you collect games or play games and you like to hang out, well, you head on over to NintendoH.com. What is your Nintendo Age? Hmm? Hmm? You can go there and trade games, chat on the forums with like minded folk. You can manage your collections with the collection tool, which implements both Sega and Nintendo systems. The admins are downright awesome. So head over to NintendoAge.com. It's free membership. Don't act up, and you won't be treated like a kid at NintendoAge.com. All right. I think right now is a good time. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll go down memory lane. Random access memory lane. Okay, now you guys knew this was coming up. You knew this was going to happen. Uh, if you know me at all. Karnov. See, the first time I ever saw Karnov, if you remember me talking about Ryan and Kyle from the Bionic Commando story, it's the same set of brothers. The first time I ever saw Karnov, they had rented the game, okay? And I was, I, I remember watching them play and I was like, hey, that looks fun, you know? And I said, can I play? And they're like, oh yeah, sure, go ahead. So I grabbed the controller and start playing some Karnov and I really liked it and for a while I was doing all right. And then, out of nowhere, my character died. And I was, what, what the hell? And I was like, why did I just die? And Brian and Kyle, they started snickering and laughing. And I was just kind of like, huh. So, my next life came up. I start playing it. I'm playing through. And all of a sudden, and I was like, oh my god, how did I die? Nothing just hit me nothing hit me and I was getting mad and they're over there laughing I mean just laughing I was like quit it you know I'm a young kid I was like quit it guys quit and so I start playing again and I just I all of a sudden just died there's nothing no enemies no nothing just died and they're laughing at me I was getting mad and uh, finally they told me hey uh, when you press this button on the controller too it kills the first player. And I was like, man, that sucks. You guys are messing with me, you know. And, but I thought the game was really cool. Well, uh, 
I eventually ended up meeting one of their friends who lived right down the road from them. His name was Donnie. We ended up becoming friends, and I would go over to his house and we'd hang out sometimes. And he had a lot of Nintendo games, too. Uh, one of the ones he was really good at was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. But he also had Karnov. And so I'd always go over there, or every time I was over there, I'd say, Hey, can I play some Karnov? And so it became this joke between like him, Ryan, and Kyle, like, Why is Rob always wanting to play Karnov? You know, what's going on? Why do you like Karnov, Rob? And I, I was just like, I don't know, I like it. It's fun. So I'd always play it over there. And that it was yeah, that was the thing. Rob wants to play Karnov. <laughs> I also had another friend who I've talked about before, and you guys probably know him if you followed followed me over at Play the NES. He was a, a fellow admin, a fellow a co-founder of Play the NES, Sean. Uh, his mother used to babysit someone named Brandon. And Brandon, uh, I met Brandon over there at Sean's because I'd go over there to play. And it ended up Brandon just lived one street over from me. So, you know, we're all in the same neighborhood. And, you know, this is when we're all very young. People are meeting each other and, you know, end up riding the same buses and all this kind of stuff. So, uh... It, he had, at Brandon's house, when I ended up going over his house, he had this little black and white television set. I, I don't know, probably 13-inch screen, maybe. It was, it was small. And it was black and white, and he had, he had a few NES games. He had, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Top Gun. I believe he had The Adventures of Bayou Billy... Uh, and he ended up, one of, them, one of them he had was Karnov. So, I'd go over there and play it a lot. And then I eventually, when I got my own NES, I would borrow it from him. I loved playing Karnov. I got really good at that game. and Oh, man, it's such a fun game. But, you got to remember something. you got to remember this. With that trick that Ryan and Kyle were playing on me with killing the first player without them knowing it using the second controller I kept that in my head I kept that in my head for years and years and years and I had been dying just dying to use that on someone and I think I'll tell that story some other time yeah okay let's get rid of this memory lane right now let's go ahead and I guess before I wrap this up, uh, I'll give a quick update on the Homebrew World Championship cart. Uh, I guess right now we're trying to find a good balance on a few things. That game, Slapping Bitches, uh, we're having trouble figuring out a good way to incentivize people to play it. Because right now, if you don't play it, then you get more time added on. You know, if you just let your character die at the beginning, it only wastes like a minimal amount of time. And then you have more time to get more points in, like, Frogger when you get to it. Because you can get rack up a whole bunch of points through Frogger. So, I'm not sure what they're going to do about it. My idea was to give it a big multiplier. I can't even remember if I 
pass this idea along or I thought somebody mentioned it and I'm not sure I don't think anybody really heated it but uh, my idea I would think would be a good way to incentivize people to at least play it and and get more points is to make the point multiplier bigger but then also have the enemies start off faster because right now the enemies start off really slow and so it's going to take a really 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 long time before your character will end up dying because they have to get to the wall in the middle and hit you once and then that's game over but it takes a real long time for that to happen so I would think that if the enemy started off at a higher rate um, higher rate of movement and then make the point multiplier bigger that would give some incentive to actually play it and I don't know that's about the only thing I can think of but uh, I think they're also talking about doing something with the chunk out score trying to you know if you get a entirely cleared screen you get an even bigger bonus maybe I can't remember but yeah that's being worked on and beta tested uh, a couple of people that have beta tested for me in the past too so there's some good testers in there and really that's about all I have today to talk about um covered a lot of ground pretty quickly though so yeah just remember assimilates coming out from asylum games it's going to be a really good one i think and uh yeah that'll be it so i will talk to you tomorrow freaks and keep gaming all right if you catch me slipping tell kevin